0: Welcome to Between the Lines podcast, I'm Jess and I'm Janine and we both work at the Winkler branch of the South Central
1: Regional Library. In this podcast we talk about books with our own twist, we talk about just the first half and predict where it might be going and finish reading the book and discuss the second half. There will be snark, there will be spoilers, and depending on the book there may be references to violence, sex, or other adult topics. So if that's not for you, stop listening now. Alright, let's get into this week's book. All right. So today we are going to be talking about Spare by Prince Harry. It was one of the most searing images of the 20th century, two young boys, two princes walking behind their mother's coffin as the world watched in sorrow and horror. As Princess Diana was laid to rest, billions wondered what Prince William and Prince Harry must be thinking and feeling and how their lives would play out from that point on. For Harry, this is that story at last. Before losing his mother, 12-year-old Prince Harry was known as the carefree one, the happy-go-lucky spare to the more serious heir. Grief changed everything. He struggled at school, struggled with anger, with loneliness, and because he blamed the press for his mother's death, he struggled to accept life in the spotlight. At 21, he joined the British Army. The discipline gave him structure and two combat tours, made him a hero at home. But he soon felt more lost than ever, suffering from post-traumatic stress and prone to crippling panic attacks. Above all, he couldn't find true love. Then he met Meghan. The world was swept away by the couple's cinematic romance and rejoiced in their fairy tale wedding. But from the beginning, Harry and Meghan were preyed upon by the press, subjected to waves of abuse, racism, and lies. Watching his wife suffer, their safety and mental health at risk... Harry saw no other way to prevent the tragedy of history repeating itself, but to flee his mother country. Over the centuries, leaving the royal family was an act few had dared. The last to try, in fact, had been his mother. For the first time, Prince Harry tells his own story, chronicling his journey with raw, unflinching honesty. A landmark publication, Spare is full of insight, revelation, self-examination, and hard-won wisdom about the eternal power of love over grief. So this book is Prince Harry's first, Uh, However, it was ghostwritten by J.R. Mooringer. In regards to the truthfulness of this memoir, Harry said that whatever the cause, my memory is my memory. It does what it does, gathers and curates as it sees fit, and there's just as much truth in what I remember and how I remember it as there is in so-called objective facts. So, let's get into it. (laughs) I know you have thoughts. I have thoughts. My very first thought... I was like a chapter in, or maybe two, and I thought to myself, I really wish Prince William would write a book <laughs> called <know>. Air.
0: <laughs> I had the same thought we I'm going, okay, I
1: want William's side of the story of this because yeah. not driving. But yeah, he needs to call it Air, and he needs to have a similar picture on the front yes,
0: yes. as well. That's the thing. Uh, the front cover is Harry's face, and my first thought was, A, your eyes are very close together, <laughs>
1: Also, why is he squinting? It looks like he's squinting.
0: Kind of. He looks defensive. Um, And I thought you weren't a prince anymore, buddy boy. Oh, no, he's
1: still a prince. He's still a prince? Yeah, he's not a working royal. Ah, But he will always be a prince. Okay. Because his dad is the king.
0: Pardon me. But either way, he could have published it for all his insistence and their insistence that we want to be left alone, we want to live a quiet life, we, you know don't like the press. Um, you're really trading off your name there.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to, though. Like, I feel like nearly everybody in the world knows who he is. Yeah. So, but you splash your face all over the cover like that, people are going to know whether you say by Prince Harry or not.
0: Yeah. My objection is more with the fact that you keep talking about how you want to be left alone, and then you write a book that yeah. you know is going to cause a scandal, that you know is going to be a press thing, and... Sure, you're trying to set the story straight, but do you do you not want to be left alone?
1: Yeah, like
0: if it's me and I want to be left alone, I shut my mouth.
1: Yeah, I stay true.
0: in my little cabin in the woods <laughs> and live my quiet little life. I don't
1: write a book about it.
0: I don't write a book about how everybody hurt
1: me in my entire life. I uh, I have to admit going in that um, there's so much press about Harry and this book, and so. It's really hard not to go into this with a certain amount of bias.
0: I've stayed out of it pretty much. Like, I know very, very little. I, I know that
1: this book exists. I follow a few people on social media who have read the book. Two specifically who have, or I don't know if the one has read it, but has very strong opinions about Harry and Meghan, mm-hmm. specifically. Loves the royal family, is not fond of Harry and Meghan. And the other person loves... The royal family loves this book, thinks it's amazing, whatever. So, like, two very different opinions um, on this story. And so, like, my tendency is to be more skeptical and be like, eh, you know, yeah, is, is this truthful? Is this, do we need to be talking about all this? Do I feel sorry for him? No, I, I don't. don't I don't feel sorry for him at all. I have a lot of conflicting feelings about this book and this person because... I
0: feel sorry for the kid whose mother died. Yes, that sucks, but there's a point where I'm going, your life is what you make it.
1: Right, but imagine your mom dies and the whole world is watching you and watching how you deal with yes, that. Yes, and I feel bad for that kid. But that think about how that would affect you growing up, like as an adult even, like basically, he's lived his life under a microscope his mm-hmm. entire life. And so that's why I feel so conflicted. Do I think he's handled everything properly? No. no. I don't but understand like, fame to begin with. And that, no, to me, is just a little bit weird. But imagine if that's your life. You know, And any time something big happens in your life, there's just hordes of people there constantly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you have to deal with all the biggest things in your life under that microscope Yeah, entirely. That affects a person. And so maybe he is the way he is because of that. He, I don't it think... It
0: definitely will have affected him and his outlook and that kind of thing. But there is a point where you're going, stop making excuses. You put on a Nazi uniform. Okay. There is no way There's in There is no hell excuse for that. That
1: you didn't understand what you were doing. Yeah. And the ramifications of that. Okay. Like... So that there is no excuse for. But I also don't think that he has had a stable, guiding adult in no. his life to help him. Like, his dad... If there was a stable, guiding a- adult, it sounded like Marco. Yeah. But, like nobody to really be uh a role model Mm -hmm. for him like his dad was very much ignore the press we shove it under the rug we don't talk about it like the press is going to do what the press is going to do we're not going to fight back we're not going to do any of that stuff yeah and i think like he always says when he talks about his dad he always says his dad refers to him as my darling boy
2: Mm -hmm. which Which got
1: pretty creepy pretty quick (laughs) well after a while i was like that sounds very like gentle and nice and like mm-hmm. not the picture i have of charles in my head at all no he always seemed a bit more of the um well let the nanny deal with the children but i do get the sense that he was very hands-off yeah right and so his way of dealing with things i don't think he was harry was ever taught like or never had a good role model in his life his normal
0: was diana
1: and diana was gone yeah
0: and just when he needed normal and growing up, puberty years and that kind of thing, where things start to get rough, she poofed and he had to deal with all this extra stuff. Yeah. That, yes, that sucks. It really does. But my impression of this book, reading the first half, was, oh my, does this guy not have any consequences? Hmm. Like, A, I hate the book, the way this book was written. I, it drives me nuts. But say, for example, there was one antidote he tells... Uh, antidote anecdote, anecdote. <laughs> one antidote to the venom into the poison <laughs> one antidote that he tells um, about him and William playing with the father's friends, kids or whatever and they're playing on this building site and they're like sh- throwing firecrackers and stuff like that and the one kid falls in a hole and they thought oh great perfect opportunity to throw firecrackers at him and that's just where it cut off and I'm going, use two explosives with a kid I don't care if you are royal, what were the consequences? but they were all doing it wasn't just him. I don't care if they were all doing it. <laughs> well, I
1: know. If it was my just... kid, you're
0: having consequences I either know. way. I know. But, like, every story that he tells where there's something like that happening, it cuts off before there's any kind of consequences, any kind of, you know, and then I got grounded for a week, or I had my favorite toy taken away, or, well, it turns out, uh, you know, I actually
1: had to make actual reparations and apologies for this. Well, he did, he did talk about that when he put on the Nazi uniform.
0: Yeah, because he was forced to.
1: Yeah. But, but... like
0: for the majority of the stuff that like of the stories that he tells and granted i know it's a small sample size there's not any kind of lasting consequence to go hey harry let can the mustaches shall we like maybe apologize to the kid that you're throwing firecrackers at like that kind you of you don't thing. know that
1: he didn't either
0: but my point is if, if your entire if, if your point of this book is to help people understand you and that kind of thing you put in the consequences
1: if there were any you don't just fade to black every time but i also think you have to look at it in the lens of what like we will never know oh no what it's like to live under that type of scrutiny ever like and i think as much as i think that he is spoiled and entitled
0: mm-hmm.
1: i also think um, i don't know like he
0: didn't sign up for this he so did not that's the on thing. the one hand i go Well, it's just like any other kind of world leader or anything, where you're put under a microscope and that kind of thing. But at the same time, he didn't choose this. He didn't Mm -mm. decide that, I want to be a prince. He was born into it, so there's an element of, you know, you got to deal with it. On the other hand, there's a lot of other royals that were also born into it. And yes, I know, he is pretty close to the throne and direct in line, that kind of Mm -hmm. thing, so there's always going to be more. But if you look at some of the other royals, they are managing to live lives without being in the press every five seconds. Well, not managing to still kind of... right maintain a level of normal andrew being the exception
1: <laughs> all the things you think about andrew might not be true either
0: <laughs> i give everything a grain of salt and by but that
1: i mean the dead sea on top <laughs> but like that's true and maybe he doesn't handle everything the way that he should
0: yeah but i hit a point where i'm going yes your mother died yes it sucked yes everybody's watching but stop making excuses like this entire book feels like an excuse He's not owning up, he's not going, yeah, my bad, I'm sorry, I screwed up, it was tough, this is my apology, this is my reasoning, whatever. It just feels like a continuous line of excuses, going, poor me, my mother died, it was very difficult. I don't care. Like, yes, it sucks, but everybody has stuff that sucks. There's a point where you put on your big boy pants and you move on. (laughs) Harry's lawyers. All allegedly. Like... (laughs) like stop making excuses and just go yes this happened yes I did not handle it well I learned from it and now we're moving on
1: yeah like I said I don't I don't inherently disagree with you <laughs> but at the same time his mommy died it no it's not just that though it's his upbringing and like your grandma is the queen and there are expectations And when you feel like you're constantly not living up to those expectations or the world is just waiting for you to screw up that affects a person
0: yes but William's mother also died yeah William has even more expectations
1: also true but different people handle things differently
0: yes but you don't see
1: William crying but we have not Although, if he writes the book called Air, I'm there for it. That's what I said. We have not read the book Air. <laughs> we don't know what sorts of things Willie would say. That's the no, other thing that that's Like that's
0: the other thing. Willie, like... Keeps mm. calling him...
1: Is that, like... So, I've been listening to the audiobook. book. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were reading. I was reading, yeah. So, does he actually say Willie and Mommy and Pa in yeah. the book? It's not just what he... Yeah, used. it's as cringy as you think. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, that's, like... He talks about them very familiarly. <laughs> Is that a word? Like... Like, I I get the sense that there's still a lot of tension between the brothers. Yes. From what I hear in the media. (laughs) But to refer to him as Willie, which seems like a childhood nickname, seems very, like, there's a fondness to it that I wouldn't expect. Yeah. I think is what I...
0: That's the thing that got me with all this is, A, William's in it very little, which I don't know if it was by intent or by uh, palace editing. (laughs) Because I'm fairly certain at some point, somebody at the palace got a copy
1: of this and went you cannot put that in there do you think oh i'm i'm sure of it really yeah huh and they let all this stuff go from the north pole (laughs) like they would let him leave that in yeah well it's the
0: spare talking about his own personal medical problems versus disparaging the air
1: Mm, and or
0: undermining his presumed eventual authority
1: talking about the firm is that what they call it firm exactly yeah i guess that's true
0: I I would be shocked if there hasn't been at least some level of editing done my Palace. Like, would be blown away by that actually.
1: Yeah, I I also like that or Harry left
0: it out intentionally. Going, yeah, this is going to get cut anyway, so I'm not putting it in to begin with.
1: That or he was like, "This is a book about me. It's yeah, time it's for me. me. It's all about me. It's time for me to be in the spotlight." Exactly. I'm tired of being the spare. Like, the first like I would say a good quarter of the book he a lot referred to himself as the spare mm-hmm. a lot oh. a lot excessively so
0: honestly to the point where we're like, going a you don't have to put the spare in every five seconds i'm pretty dang sure that you weren't referred to as the spare your entire life rather than hey harry stop it you little twerp <laughs> <laughs> and b stop capitalizing spare it started to tick me off
1: well yeah like obviously you sound petty and bitter and jealous mm-hmm. and the fact that you titled your book spare it's just a big, like... Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I don't love the way he's gone about living his life since he married Meghan Markle.
0: It's one of those things where I go, if you want a quieter life That's and you want to kind of just step back from royal stuff, sure, fine. Yeah. I've got zero problem with that. It is your life. There is a point where you have to lay some ground rules and go, you're my family and I love you, but I'm not dealing with this anymore. Yeah. But there's also the whole we want to live a quiet life here's our merch here's our books
1: mm-hmm.
0: here's our interviews with oprah yeah. we would like to still trade on the family name that you claim to hate so much
1: yeah so first there was the oprah interview then there was the netflix series then now this book and the podcast and all of these things and it's like okay i would feel better about it if you would just step back and like live your life you're trading on
0: the family name
1: mm-hmm.
0: that you are say that you despise, that you
1: hate, that you disagree with. You've been treated so poorly. And you've
0: been treated so poorly, but you have no problem using them for a cash grab. That's my issue with yeah. it. Yeah. If you yeah. want to live your life quietly, I, by all means, go for it. If you want to start, you know, businesses and, you know, whatever else, fine. Mm-hmm. But you're continuing to make money off of the thing that you so vehemently despise. Yeah.
1: No, that part so, I do not I do not care for. And is I, that what
0: Diana would do? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Like we haven't gotten into the Megan years yet.
0: No, thankfully.
1: Um, but sometimes I wonder how much of what's happened in recent years is because of Megan.
0: I feel like there was a shift when it came to Megan, and Megan mm-hmm. might be perfectly lovely. She might be perfectly fine. I don't know. I don't care. Not my life. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like there was a drastic shift of Harry in the military. Harry doing charity work. Harry going like Africa is very important to him. Yep. To america <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't sound fair um but like as the book stands right now i feel like if harry was actually going to take a step back from royal life at the point in the book that we are now which is just after the second tour yes yeah i feel like he would be in africa he keeps going to africa he keeps referring to africa's home mm-hmm. he keeps referring to africa as his happy place mm-hmm. currently where he is in the book or in his life in the book but if he was going to take a step back it seems like it'd be in that direction
1: yeah but he also talks at least a few times about how he wants badly to be married and be a father and you just made a face <laughs> he does talk about that
0: yes but i don't know if that was actual feelings at the time or just you know emphasize or setting things up for later in the book
1: mm. yeah i mean i, I
0: do it's... think he wants to be a father I, I have no doubt about that. He's always seemed like one of those people that's just good with kids. You see uh-huh. him with kids, and he's the one with, you know, kids hanging off each arm and three legs.
1: Yeah. Like, like he's always seemed very, like, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: Kindergarten teacher?
1: No, but just he seemed like the friendlier, more approachable, like, down-to-earth royal mm-hmm. in the family, right? Like, he's sort of the one you think you could be a pal with. Yeah. You know? And, I don't know.
0: He's the goat for a pint type.
1: Yeah. But he just, lately, I don't know, I, uh, that's probably influenced by things I've read online too, though, about Meghan Markle. and.
0: I try to stay away from it, because honestly, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm not a mar- monarchist in any way, shape, or form. I think, yes, the royal uh, family serves its purpose, but that it is primarily ceremonial and or tourism-based. Yeah. I do find it somewhat hilarious that the current Prime Minister of the UK, to be fair, we're filming this or recording this in february so he might not be the prime minister of the uk at the time of release (laughs) entirely possible he is like twice as rich as the king really yeah rishi is like (laughs) twice as wealthy as charles which just amuses the heck out
1: of me he actually made a statement in defense of this book and the royal family that i read online earlier
0: he likes to keep his job (laughs) they've gone through like three prime ministers less than a year so he wants to keep his job,
1: but. I am um, I would say I'm a quasi monarchist. Like, I find the royal family fascinating. And when I was in elementary school, our l- school library I had a book about Charles and Diana's wedding that I took out repeatedly, because mm-hmm. I just love looking at the pictures.
0: The raisin dress. <laughs> <laughs> her, her wedding dress was once described to me as, she looks like a marshmallow with a raisin for her head. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just in my head
1: now. Uh, but, like, as a, a six-year-old, like, It's impressive, like, just the sheer pageantry of it. And it's like a real-life princess, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so I think that's sort of... I'm not, like, hardcore, like a lot of people, but...
0: I find them interesting more from, like, a uh, monkeys in a zoo point of view.
1: (laughs) See? It's no wonder this guy is messed up. More along the
0: lines of "Hmm, interesting behavior from that particular primate (laughs) rather than... Ooh, what kind of scandal we have to now because I don't care half of it is overblown and mm-hmm. straight-up BS anyway yeah all of the palace insiders are full of it
2: hmm
0: nobody that's actually a palace insider would actually still have a job if they said anything and I think 95% of it is just straight-up hype there's no no substance to it yeah. so I don't pay attention to it because it's just not worth it unless it actually <coughs> comes from a reputable source which is
1: pretty much never right but, like, I honestly think that this is Harry's truth, according to Harry.
0: It's Harry's truth, according Whether to Harry. I don't con- necessarily consider this a reputable source, either. That's <laughs> the thing. It's very well, much from his point of view, how he felt. It is ruled by emotion, not by fact.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And yes, that is your truth, but your truth isn't necessarily the actual facts of the event. Mm-hmm. You weren't the kid in the hole with firecrackers thrown at him. That,
1: that, that story really bothered you, hey?
0: It does. <laughs> I'm sorry, if that was my kid, you would be disciplined so quick. It's pyrotechnics!
1: Says says the woman with no kids.
0: I'm all for kids throwing firecrackers at each other in a healthy and fun environment where the one can run away from the other guy as fast as he wants. It becomes (laughs) entirely different when it's in
1: an enclosed space. (laughs) I know. I'm just bugging. I honestly, like, I I feel so conflicted because I, I do feel sorry for that boy. Who had to grow up with the whole world watching him and judging him and mm-hmm. being what he felt was second best all the time like i feel i feel sympathy for that boy i do yeah. as an adult
0: as an like, adult i don't have sympathy
1: for him i mean there is a, a certain time like you say where you grow up and learn to deal with it but if you've never been taught how to deal with it if the party line has always been well the media is going to say what they're going to say we're just going to ignore it we're not going to respond we're not going to deal like if it's Mm -hmm. always like we're not going to deal with it you don't learn how to deal with things properly
0: i feel like his uh, relationship with camilla is a interesting
1: (laughs) i don't know that he loves her i also found it interesting that was it Dodie alfayad that was his name right Mm -hmm. he never refers to him by name he's always mummy's boyfriend yep he doesn't have a name he's just Mummy's boyfriend which i thought was very interesting
0: i always feel bad for that guy because he totally got the short of the stick oh diana's dead everybody mourn oh and that guy and
1: that guy well i mean nobody most of the world would have known who he was if it wasn't for diana anyways yeah so
0: but I, it, it's like everything where you feel bad for the people that are just forgotten
1: yeah of course if it wasn't for diana he might still be alive also exactly but that's not it's That's
0: not neither here nor
1: there, and it's not her fault.
0: No, no, at like, no point
1: is it her fault. Surely she didn't want the paparazzi chasing her. No. So
0: did she make some bad decisions? Yes. Did it, was it something that she deserved to die for? No. No. It's like anything. Either you win some, you lose some, and over the course of your life, you hope that you win more than you lose. Mm-hmm. And she just lost before those tables could be turned.
1: Yeah. But
0: no. He. I feel like he's very cagey about anything regarding Will and Kate. Just very... He's very... He tiptoes. He tiptoes like hell around the Will and Kate situation. Like, he, he goes into it a little bit about Eton and whatnot, when he and Will were there at the same time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he mentions Kate and how he likes her and all that stuff. But he's very careful not to make too many disparaging comments about Will. And also very, very careful not to make too many complimentary comments about Will. He, he seems to be very much towing that line of hinting that him and Will don't get along and that he doesn't like him, but also putting in enough positive things to go, oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, we're fine, we're fine. I, like, uh, you can't actually get a, any kind of sense as to what their relationship's like.
1: No, you can't. In the first
0: half of the book. <laughs> yeah. To be
1: fair. Uh, I know that there's a fight scene coming. <laughs> in the second half, uh, which I've heard about a few times from different places. i
0: It's it, one of those things where I'm going, sure, it, it sucked that Will didn't pal around with you at Eden, but I'm sorry. I'm an older sibling. I went to the same school as my younger siblings. You bet your I didn't pal around with them. I don't think that's any kind of, oh, I'm the spare. I'm not worth anything more, so much as you're the little brother. Like,
1: well. No. Right, but in a normal circumstance, yeah, you're the little brother, that's what's going to happen.
0: I'm sorry, a little brother's still a little brother, and a big brother's still a big brother. I don't care how famous you are.
1: That Yeah, but when you're constantly being referred to as the spare...
0: Is it constant, though? I don't know. Or is it...
1: According to him...
0: And imagine slight
1: like off he, one or two comments. He talks about uh, like how Charles and, and Will aren't allowed to fly on the same plane.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and, of, and Will and Kate have now thoroughly busted that to pieces. Because they fly on the same flight as their kids all the time.
1: But, But then he says, nobody cares where the spare flies. You know, like, yeah, okay, you sound jealous and a little bitter.
0: Yeah, because there's a point where we're going, do we have to arrange every single person in the royal family on their private jet in case one goes down?
1: Well, no, but if you are constantly, if you perceive yourself to be constantly referred to as second best or second whatever, not as good, you don't measure up, you're never gonna be this. like if you maybe already not a confident person and then the world is telling you all the time you're the spare you don't matter, you're never gonna be king this yada 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 you're second best, you're number two, whatever that has to affect you.
0: Yeah but again, there's a point where you decide you make the choice. you go, I don't care what they think I'm gonna do what I want to live my life my way and that might be the whole moving to america with your wife
1: thing and maybe that happens in the second half of the book but you can also see how he is becoming more aware he is of people definitely growing up and so whether he inherently admits i've screwed up i shouldn't have done this or i shouldn't have done that you can see that he has a genuine concern for people Mm -hmm. and like he has done a lot with veterans specifically I and think after joining the military, AIDS. he's
0: grown as a person.
1: Yep. But even before that, he was still, like, wanting to work with AIDS kids and, and things in Africa. Mm-hmm. Because that's what his mom, that was one of her causes. He he has that in him. Like, he, he cares. Like, he appears to care for other people. He wants to do good in the I'm world. i not he
0: doesn't care about people.
1: No, but, like... I'm just
0: saying there seems to be a disconnect between him caring about people and him realizing that his actions can hurt people.
1: So maybe that's just not part of the story that he's telling.
0: I—that was the part the palace removed.
1: (laughs) That's the part he neglected to put in the book.
0: Like, again, it could just be the way that it's written, the way that I'm interpreting, because everybody will see something else in the book, depending on personal experiences and that kind of thing. And the history. Like I said, I stay out of royal stuff, pretty mm -hmm. much. I mean, I thought Liz was pretty darn cool. Do I agree with everything she did? No. But, I mean, she took Saudi Arabia's president prime minister king whatever they have around by moral castle grounds she took him on a ride in her jeep because in saudi arabia, saudi arabia women aren't allowed to drive <laughs> so she did it just kind of a
1: look what i can do
0: which i mean good on you liz but i don't know i know i currently the first half of the book it's getting better i have a feeling it's going to devolve again in the second half <laughs> He is finally taking some kind of responsibility and sort of actually becoming a little bit more
1: self-aware. But I also, I I just want you to acknowledge that growing up the way that he grew up. Yes, it's difficult. <laughs> and yes, that's going to affect him. I don't deny that.
0: <laughs> but I'm just saying that despite growing up that way, there's a point where you have to stop
1: using that as an excuse for the way you are now. When that's all you've ever known, how are you supposed to change if nobody tells you? Think about the people in his life who are giving him advice. They are paid to give him that advice. What kind of advice is he getting from those people? I don't know. I have a feeling Marco's a pretty straight shooter. Well. he <laughs> seemed like the type to go, Harry, you're being a f- Stop it. Well, that may be. But, like, you know, when everybody around you is paid to tell you or is saying that they... If you're surrounded
0: by yes men, how are you ever supposed to know that? No, you shouldn't.
1: And when everybody, every person you meet is enamored with you because of who you are... Mm-hmm. and your name and your title and your family
0: yes but at the same time he's also saying that I was always a spare I was always thought less of I was always you know I'm the extra I'm the hairy why aren't you doing better so at, at some point he's received some kind of criticism so at some point everybody wasn't enamored with him we could debate this with days. I know
1: I know <laughs> and, and I don't disagree with you but I I think perhaps you're being just a little bit harsh
0: well that is me put it this way I think, given his platform, he could do a hell of a lot of good. Mm-hmm. And for a while there, he was. I just don't think he is anymore.
1: And that could be as a result of his marriage.
0: There was a turning point in his life, whether that be Megan whether that just be being fed up with the royal family and life in general, mm-hmm. whether that be exiting from the military. We are not at that half of the book yet.
1: Yeah, but I whether like we see it as a turning point because we see, but can he see that? will he admit that in his book, right? Like, that's probably not something he's going to say, oh, I this happened and then I stopped doing this, or probably I stopped caring, not, like, no. he's not going to, even if he's aware of it, he's not going to admit to that. No. I, I know I'm not going to change your mind. <laughs>
0: no, you're not. You're going <laughs> to hate him.
1: You're going to hate this book.
0: And i I don't hate him. I just, it's like with anything where I go, yes, you're in public scrutiny. Yes, that is not easy. But you also have a platform to actually make a difference. You, as one person, yeah. could actually make a measurable difference mm-hmm. in the world.
1: Like I said, mm-hmm. I don't disagree with a lot of what you're saying. But I, I want you to acknowledge my side and <laughs> say, I don't disagree with what you're saying either. I don't disagree with <laughs> what you're saying either, Happy. No, because you don't mean it.
0: <laughs> I agree. His Life has not been easy. I agree that his mom dying and having the entire world watch as he grieves as a 12-year-old boy is difficult. Yes, he's been raised in that scrutiny. Yes, that scrutiny has to a point only gotten worse as he's grown up, but he also hasn't helped matters. His actions have not been one of someone who is conscious as to what their smallest actions could end up, what, what kind of domino effect they could have. He's not doing himself any favors.
1: No, I. We're just at that point. Now. I, I'm not even. I've. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're at an impasse. We really are. I feel like we're just <laughs> circling. No, now we're, we're just, just, just around and around I and know. around. It's so. Cr- <laughs> what did you think
0: of the actual book? Like the writing and you know pacing and that kind of thing.
1: Um, I thought that. It's funny because there's a lot of chapters. Each part in the book starts with chapter one, right? Mm -hmm. Mine doesn't do that. It just continues on. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm on, like, I don't know what. what We're in chapter
0: 56 of part two.
1: So uh, I found it funny because some of the chapters were very long or felt very long and others were, like, very, very short. Yeah. And I felt like some of them ended very abruptly, like, all of a sudden, joop. Well, that's Next the thing. And like, I'm like, what happened? There was
0: a lot of cutscene, fade to black. Okay, we're moving on. The palace yeah. cut that part. He's referring <laughs> to the palace cutting things. So I have no idea they did.
1: You have... I, I honestly don't know if the palace had any say in this book. I would be shocked if they didn't. Anyway. There's um, 114
0: chapters that we've read so far. Okay,
1: yeah, so... Um, Some
0: of those chapters are, like, a page and a half long.
1: It's... I feel like, and we t- talked about this before, that the audiobook is a, a little bit of a an entity unto itself and Mm -hmm. like has garnered popularity on its own aside from the actual written book
0: yeah it's rare that an audiobook is just as popular as the written book Mm -hmm. in terms of like when i checked the other day on
1: the ebook copy it was like 327 holds and that was almost as many as the actual book copy Mm -hmm. had on it
0: i think the other one had like 302 or something like that
1: yeah so um it's interesting to listen to it because you can like sometimes he'll kind of chuckle or there's a part where they had like a tribute concert for their mom mm-hmm. like was it 10 years
0: after she died i think it was the 10th anniversary
1: and so they had this concert and elton john was performing and they wanted him to sing um
0: candle in the
1: yeah but he chose a different song so then he starts singing that song he's not a great singer But I was like, okay, so, like, it's different. that's where I think the
0: disconnect is happening here with our conversation. Because I'm reading what's written as fact and presented as... What's written as fact and presented as a... This is how it happened. This is kind of a... I have it in black and white. You have the personality. Mm -hmm.
1: And see, that's
0: where I think our disconnect is happening. Maybe. Because I'm reading it as fact with no tone, no inflection. Just, this is how it was written. Mm -hmm. And there's no added context added. What's written right. there is what's written there. You're getting the chuckles, the giggles, the <laughs>
1: <laughs> the maniacal laughing. There's no maniacal laughing. But like, <laughs> there is here. <laughs> but you get more tone and, exactly. and feeling from... You can infer
0: quite a lot from just his tone and the way he's saying something or the way he's you know pronouncing mummy or willy or whatever. Whereas I'm not getting any of that. That's true. So I think that's probably where half of our disconnect is happening here. But also
1: you said it yourself you're reading it black and white Mm -hmm. like this is the truth this is fact whatever i think you also have to keep in mind this is the truth according to harry
0: oh i'm very much keeping that in mind there's been quite a few times where i'm reading this and going "Mm, i'd like to hear the other side of that particular one (laughs) that's why
1: i think a book called the hair hair
0: (laughs) hair the hair or lack thereof
1: (laughs) no hair (laughs) no a book called air would be very appropriate right now yeah With a similar cover.
0: No, I want the exact same cover, but with Willie instead of Harry.
1: Yeah. So, So, okay, maybe that does make a difference. And like I said, I I have rolled my eyes more times than I can (laughs) count while listening to this book. I honestly have, because I'm like, come on, man. There's a lot of
0: stuff in here where I'm just going, "Mm
1: mm-hmm, sure. And also, (laughs) did you need to put that in this book? Like, The Frostbite, I won't go into details. You can read it. You've possibly heard about it already online. But, like, seriously, he devotes how many, like, a chapter to, yeah, th-
0: and to the frostbite? I'll be honest, I kind of feel like that was deliberately added, so to take away from the royal weddings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My brother's getting married, <laughs> but I'm dealing with this really bad frostbite.
0: Exactly. Feel sorry for me. Like, if anybody needs any context, um, he, he had uh, frostbite on a rather sensitive region of his anatomy. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that, because mm-hmm. honestly... The, the terms that he uses are now forever etched in my brain, and I will not be able to think about Harry without thinking about that particular term.
1: I am going Andrew, to... And or King
0: Her- um, Henry, actually, King Henry the 8th
1: I'm going to try and not think about those particular aspects
0: of his anatomy. Preferably, preferably. But not the aspects of the anatomy, just that word. That <laughs> word is forever linked with Harry in my brain now.
1: But also, did he not talk about, um, when it was Will's wedding, how like he was he was happy for them and whatever but that also it felt like kind of a loss mm-hmm. and i just well he also said the same thing at um charlie Char- and camilla's charlie and, Camilla. <laughs> and i just you know he was talking about that and i thought that's really true he really kind of hit the nail on the head because i feel like i've been to a lot of weddings mm-hmm. and like it's happy it's a, a happy occasion you're happy for the couple but i always feel at a same little, time you're kind of going yeah i've never seen you again <laughs> I always do feel a little bit sad after a wedding, because you know that your relationship is going to change, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just, like, I never have really put it into words or whatever, and I just thought that was very astute observation.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely was.
1: So, I mean, we sort of know how the second half of the book is going to play out, because...
0: Well, the media in the last 5 years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We've seen. We don't really know all the things that he will say. Although some Honestly, I'm more interested to hear what he says about his kids rather than
0: about his wife. Do you think he'll talk about his kids much? I have a feeling he will. Okay. Just I mean judging by the amount of times he said I want to be a father. But also because
1: I don't know. I saw somewhere online that said if you watched their documentary on Netflix, you've basically seen
0: the mm. book. Or whatever i'd kind of expect that so
1: i don't know i haven't watched it yet i feel sort of hesitant too because at a certain point it feels like they are kind of whining
2: yeah
1: about about it like oh we've been treated so poorly so we had to we had to get away okay you're away now so just stop talking about it like
0: well are you doing anything constructive about it yeah like are you encouraging anybody in the palace to take inclusion lessons <laughs>
1: no are you working on repairing those relationships
0: are you trying to you know use your platform to
1: combat racism either where you are or somewhere else yeah but like at us i think from megan especially i feel like there's just a clip i saw from the documentary where she was kind of making fun of how she had to bow to the queen or something you're and marrying was, into
0: the royal family you need to expect I know. that and i
1: was like you're kind of making a mockery of his family yeah and he did have kind of a look on his face that was like
0: well i'm kind of like okay even if you don't agree with the monarchy aspect a why are you marrying into monarchs if you don't agree with it? b it's still his grandma yeah you still treat her with respect exactly. i don't care if you think all her pomp and pageantry is ridiculous you still treat her with respect yeah like until she, you know, pokes you with a parasol and says, Get out of my way, Megan. <laughs> the cold is coming through. You <laughs> <Exapple>. still... <laughs>
1: it was my grandmother-in-law's 90th birthday a few weeks ago. We were at her party. I went to wish her a happy birthday. She looked at me like she had no idea who I was. I stood and talked with her for five minutes. Did not understand a word she said. Smiled and nodded throughout the whole conversation. And my oldest daughter said to my husband... Wow, I could not understand Great grandma at all, but Mom, she understood everything she said, <laughs> and I was like, no, I didn't <laughs> didn't understand just a very word. good at
0: faking it <laughs> but like that's the thing where there's an element of you still treat them with respect,
1: yeah, regardless of if she's the queen or not, because she is your elder, she is your husband's grandmother. Mm-hmm. she's an important person in his life. If we know nothing else, we know that they had exactly a special relationship
0: like. It's so. things like that where I'm going, I don't care if you think the bowing is silly.
1: Yeah, just do That's it. That's just what you do. That's the life that you have chosen?
0: Like, this is not, you know, this is not drastic. Yeah. This is nothing that is going to severely injure you
1: mm-hmm. or leave a lasting scar yeah. having to bow to the queen. I like th- I think my issues are more with Meghan than with Harry, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. I don't know. But I know very little about her. She, uh, again, a lot of my opinions come from things that I have read, but from multiple sources. And, like, there have been comments now, like, a lot of comments online about how, okay, you've had your say now, like, let it go. Or I think it was Helena Bonham Carter who said that we don't need to pay attention to Harry's memoir anymore. Like, it's had enough. It's had its 15 minutes of fame. Let's let's
0: move move on on
1: from it. it. And I think people are kind of getting tired of the... Mm -hmm. the sob story although we haven't gotten into that part yet so we should maybe but uh yeah
0: i don't know it's just one of those things where there's a point where i go stop it yeah just stop focus on raising your kids better than what you were raised Mm -hmm. and that's the thing i'll say for will and kate i mean neither of them exactly have the easiest time in the press they're constantly in there you know Mm -hmm. oh she wore a dress again oh the horror who cares most of us wear our clothes more than once. If you don't, well, I'd like to stand outside your dumpster and get your leavings, please. Get <laughs> your leavings. Kid oh. me and make a killing. <laughs> Just wash and resell that stuff. You are good to go.
1: Could buy a, a whole <laughs> new wardrobe. Exactly.
0: But, like, they have made an effort to raise their children themselves. And, mm-hmm. yes, of course, nannies and stuff like that are still employed and that kind of thing. There is the reality of it. Mm-hmm. But, by all accounts purposes, they are doing a better job of raising their kids hands-on than their parents before them.
1: Although they're not perfect either.
0: No, nobody is. What parent can say they're perfect? (laughs) We've got another disconnect here. (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) I think we hate this book. (laughs) I think we hate this book. (laughs) That's the conclusion I'm coming to. (laughs) Oh goodness. (laughs) I think we need to stop. We still have to do some kind of outro to the next part. (laughs) Any thoughts for the next half of the book?
1: <laughs> uh, he's going to marry Megan. It's hard to say about thoughts because it's a biography. We kind of know. We know. What's happened up to this point. I mean, we don't know Harry's version of it. No. Specifically. But, uh, or Megan's. Or Megan's. I
0: am kind of curious to see if there's any kind like? of, like... Megan's opinion in any of the second how,
1: half? But how much input do you think she had into this book, I honestly I
0: don't know if it's, like, just Harry's book and Harry's view and everything, or if Megan starts to influence when... It, it, blah, 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 blah. If Megan starts to influence it when she kind of...
1: Yeah. ...starts entering the picture. But will we be able to tell that also? How much? What is her <laughs> influence and what no is... No idea. Yeah.
0: If he sees Megan is the most perfect person ever and has never done anything wrong in her life and should be awarded a sainthood, then I'm pretty sure she's had some influence.
1: <laughs> Maybe he actually believes that.
0: I certainly hope not, because he needs to know life is not that. how it works out.
1: Well, he has grown up in a bit of a bubble.
0: Quick, somebody give me a pin. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I think the second half will be interesting. I think the second half is where a lot of the uh, scandal lies. Mm
1: -hmm. Somebody, (sighs) one review, or I don't know if it was a review, but they were talking about that. They thought the entire, like, part two of the book could have been cut. Basically, it's like Harry's boyhood years... Harry and Meghan the military years which Mm -hmm. they thought was sort of I don't know I thought a lot of that was kind of interesting actually personally but
0: like I found the first part of the book was very um half remembered which is completely fair because I don't remember what happened when I was a kid Mm -hmm. um but the second half it definitely got a lot clearer a lot more detailed Mm -hmm. a lot more um properly written anecdotes, as opposed to, I think maybe that could be what happened, that's what I think there's something in the tabloids about, and this is what I remember. Mm -hmm. So I think the second, or the second part has already been a lot, a lot more thought out, a lot more complete. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of curious to see how that translates into the the third part, Mm -hmm. or the second half of the second part and the third part.
1: Yeah, Um, like, I definitely liked part two what i've read of part two better than Mm -hmm. part one personally
0: well i think part two is really where he starts to come into his own
1: Mm -hmm. and i was sort of expecting like a lot of like very technical military like detail Mm -hmm. things like the way that this person had talked about it was like it was military but it wasn't all military
0: no not by any means actually expecting the military part to be glossed over a lot more Mm -hmm. a bit more like i went to war I did some stuff, and but we moved on. it
1: was interesting to, to hear about it, and how he, like, signed up, and then they kind of kicked him out because it was mm-hmm. too much publicity, and and they were under attack once, and they were specifically... Or they... Like, there was a threat on him, and, like, all of those things. Learning how to fly the planes, and, like, I just thought that was all very interesting. I... Th-
0: like, that's the thing I found interesting, because with the whole Harry going to the military thing, I didn't realize he was the FAC? I forget. Flight control something um a whatever it was i don't know um i didn't realize he was that first before he was a pilot mm-hmm. i didn't realize that was his first tour so actually having like the chronology of the tours and um kind of just the processes that he went through i mm-hmm. mean two years flying apache helicopter to me on the one hand it's two years to fly an apache helicopter but on the same hand it's an apache helicopter should that take longer <laughs> <laughs> um i found that part quite interesting mm-hmm. how he kind of you know worked on his training and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so I think that needs to stay in the book. I think it's an important part. I was
1: not looking forward to part two, but I actually found it more interesting than part one.
0: Yeah, definitely. So far.
1: And uh, yeah, because like, I don't admittedly don't know a lot about military things. I didn't grow up with that. Um, So, so yeah, for me, it was just interesting to hear. And from his perspective too, because Mm -hmm. like, how can you be inconspicuous going into the military? The whole world knows who you are, right? Of course, they're going to put a hit out on you
2: oh yeah like
1: it's a little naive to think you can just join the army and go off to war yeah without like
0: it is on the one hand but on the other hand there is a surprising amount of like we both somewhat pay attention to the monarchy mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there that don't and if you live in a country every day that has a queen in britain and you know it's just kind of commonplace I know British people that don't have any clue who, you know, half the royal people are. So, yeah, there is sort of the conceivable notion that, you know, you're not as famous as you think you are. But that being said, it was... Like, the military part of it is not... Uh, how do I put it? Exclusionary in mm-hmm. terms of terminology and... Yeah, the technical aspect of it. Oftentimes, yeah. as soon as it turns veers down the military alley, it's all acronyms and this, of so, you know, mm-hmm. serial numbers of that. And he doesn't use very, a lot of jargon. Yeah, exactly. It it's, turns very jargony. It's not mm-hmm. like it's it's kept quite approachable, and I think that was good.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I, also, you can see him start to look outside of himself in those, mm-hmm. um, in that part as well. And like, well, what do I have to complain about? You know, this guy's missing a leg,
0: exactly, and he's
1: going to the North Pole. I'm just a little bit cold. Yeah, you know, like I still have both my limbs, and you know, things like that. So you can kind of start to see a shift in how he thinks about himself and himself in the world, Mm -hmm. too. Which, yeah,
0: no, that's the thing. I'm I'm looking forward to reading the third part, uh, or the second half, whatever. I think it's Mm -hmm. going to be quite different than the Mm -hmm. first half or the second part. and confusing um, but it's going to be interesting
1: yep. so. agreed let's hope we don't argue so much on the next half yeah.
0: <laughs> depending how much of the arguing has been cut out
1: and we are back with part 2 of Spare by Prince Harry so I know that I have thoughts <laughs> I'm positive that you also have thoughts yeah I do so yeah what did you think
0: I think the second half is easier to read than the first half. Yeah. Because the first half was a lot of, like, half-remembered kind of memories that just sort of dropped off into nothingness.
2: hmm
0: Whereas the... Because, of course, the second half is more recent. Yes. <laughs> it's a bit more complete.
1: Yeah. That's true. So I did find it easier to actually read. That's true. I went through it a lot quicker mm-hmm. than I did the first half.
0: First sure. half, I kept checking to go, how far much. Oh. So much left still. <laughs> and the second half, I checked, I think, about halfway through. And I'm like, okay, there's a fair amount left. But that last half especially, it's kind of, whew,
1: gone. Yeah. I wonder, too, though, if a lot of it is, like, we've seen it play out in the media mm-hmm. in real time. Current, like...
0: Yeah, sort of. In I the
1: not-so-distant past, so... Don't
0: pay attention to it, but...
1: Well, yeah. no, but, like, you're aware of what's going on, right? And mm-hmm. so then, in some ways, you can just sort of, like...
0: Fill in blanks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So... Yeah, I, there's a lot, he's got a lot of negative feelings towards the press. And there are parts where I feel like he's almost blaming all of his problems on the press.
0: Yes, there's a point where I'm kind of going, it's not all their
1: fault. No, but I also feel conflicted. And I feel this way a lot with famous people. Because as a famous person, you have to expect a certain amount of that Mm -hmm. in your life and whether it's right or wrong it comes with the territory it's not a new thing famous people should be aware no. of that when they get into it
0: if you think you're going to be famous and not have the press bugging you i don't know what planet you're living on cuz that just doesn't happen
1: right but harry was born into it and so he doesn't really have a choice right like he he can't like he can't just go off somewhere and be nobody because everybody knows who he is
0: yes and he but- didn't
1: choose that life
0: he also hasn't helped himself
1: no i'm not
0: like I'm, I'm sorry you dressed up in a nazi uniform
1: yes yes
0: if you honestly thought that that wasn't gonna be a thing like
1: right okay
0: he, he seems to have a lack of awareness about what will cause a scandal and <laughs> no barometer really to
1: judge that well, i don't know and like but i feel like for for megan it was a choice right like mm-hmm. And so I struggle with, like, she knew that going in, that he was a prince, right? See,
0: that's the problem I have with Megan. She seems to have not done one iota of research. If I'm mar- marrying into the royal family, I'm looking into what that entails to make sure that I know what I'm getting into. Okay,
1: and that's what he said, that he was like, oh, she never Googled us or anything. But does he honestly believe that? Did she really not Google them? Like, seriously? Like, I think she, she probably Googled them. But, put it this way, if I'm Googling
0: the royal family, I'm looking to see who people are, you know,
1: what do they do? Right, but she claims to (laughs) not even... What is your actual amount of wealth that you have? She claimed to not even know who Prince Andrew was. I know. Which I...
0: See, that's the thing where in the second half, I'm reading it and I'm going, he paints Megan like she is some infallible angelic creature who's never done anything wrong in her life. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not agreeing with the press because they have made her out to be like the devil himself, Mm -hmm. which she is clearly not, but she is also definitely not this infallible creature that Mm -mm. he thinks she is. No, Like, she's human, and granted, I know he doesn't want to give... uh, I don't (laughs) want to say he doesn't want to give the press anything more to work with when it comes to Megan, Mm -hmm. and that may be why he's painted her as you know everything short of having wings yes but it's also i don't know as i was reading this, the thing that kept coming back to me was he's just emotionally immature yeah like he's very he
1: fluctuates so much yes but also look at his dad like the way that he talks about his dad Mm -hmm. his dad is the same way yeah and the games that they play and the pettiness according to him whether this is true or not like like his dad seems like a jealous petty man Mm -hmm. who don't you dare steal my spotlight because i'm the prince of wales oh now i'm the king i honestly wonder how much of that is like charlie and how much of that is camilla see that's the thing right (laughs) and they were talking about how like leaks to the press about things that they Mm -hmm. had only talked about with charles and camilla and so but like he portrayed his dad as being jealous of his sons when they got more media attention than he did Yeah, and so like
0: but at the same time if you look at the media attention Charles has gotten especially in the wake of the whole Diana incident it's been very negative up until about the last you know decade or so right so while Charles is jealous of media attention according to this it's also one of those things where I'm going you've had media attention and it's been brutal
1: Mm hmm that's true but, like, I it's very...
0: He contradicts himself quite a bit. Yeah. Like, at one point, he was talking about he had done a a, a speech or a presentation or whatever, and he came off stage, and he was, like, soaking him up with sweat and, like, verge of a panic attack. And he was criticizing William because William just went, Oh, Harry, you're soaked, and kind of laughed it off. hmm And, like, how dare he not take my mental problems seriously? But then, like, three pages later he's talking about going to therapy and how he had done it because willie had really encouraged it and you know was kind of the the thing that actually pushed him towards actually taking therapy seriously
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so on the one hand he's going how dare you know take it seriously on the other hand he's going well thank you for taking it seriously and actually pushing me to do it better like
1: yeah i mean kind of contradicts himself constantly in that kind of way press was pretty awful to them and i'm like well do i feel sympathy for them i don't Him more so than her.
0: To a point, like, I feel bad for her because a lot of it was racism. Yeah. Like, it's, you married somebody who wasn't white, how dare you? Yeah. Which is not fair in any way, shape, or form. No. And I feel bad for her in regards to that. Yeah. In regards to a lot of the other stuff, she didn't do herself any favors. No. Because she came in with, if not very little knowledge of the royal family, very, very little knowledge of how what your expectations are. Yeah. Like, your expectations joining the royal family are basically that you are discreet. That you are, you know, a, you know, kind person who avoids scandal and, you know... Demure. Demure, yeah. And while they're not expecting you to be a lapdog, per se, like, Diana mm-hmm. did pretty fine, you know, still supporting her causes, still yeah. using her platform for good. Not that she didn't have her own problems. Um, like... It, it seemed like Megan just thought that she was essentially marrying a rich person as opposed to actually royalty, and boy, there's a difference.
1: Yeah, and he should have warned her, mm-hmm. and I just...
0: Like, if you look at William and Kate, they dated for, what, like... Years. Ten years or something like yeah. that. And there is still a point at which Kate broke up with him because she wasn't entirely sure if she wanted to take on mm-hmm. the royal family.
1: Yeah she and also had the nickname of Waity katie yeah which i thought was kind of horrible
0: well um, like you don't have to get married when you're like three it's fine yeah exactly you're past the point of arranged marriages at birth yes but like compared to that
1: mm-hmm.
0: megan and harry were very quick
1: yes yes they were
0: and again i have no idea how much the palace prepared them for anything if there were any kind of lessons or expectations lined up yeah. for them or whatever i have a feeling the palace would tell an entirely different story than harry would on that regard mm-hmm. but she didn't do herself any favors
1: no like, and i mean when he said that she did, hadn't googled them i was like do you really do you really believe that like she's an actress yeah you know like is she just playing at the fact that you know like i almost feel like she knew more than she let on personally i'm
0: not her biggest fan no me neither like i i've seen a couple of interviews with her and she just comes off so disingenuous yeah and to a point i'm going i don't care if you're a horrible person if you're doing good things Mm. if you're helping organizations and you know bringing attention to you know aids crisis and you know landmines and blah 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 blah. i don't care what you do in your personal life providing you're not hurting anybody there either but with this kind of thing it's honestly one of those things where i'm going you should have been prepared yeah you should have taken that on yourself like if i was marrying a prince you bet your butt i'd be doing my research and making sure and double and triple checking Mm -hmm. what my expectations were what my limitations were before i actually said yes yep because it always sounds like a fairy tale and then you actually get to reality where it's like no you gotta walk behind a bunch of horses for five hours waving at people (laughs) like
1: (laughs) i don't think that's (laughs) quite how it goes but sure but like yeah
0: i want to know what i'm getting into and i honestly don't think she looked into that no i don't think she was as like i had no idea who royalty were
1: oh she knew like had to i don't
0: by for one second especially given the fact that she popped to London quite often yeah that she had no idea yeah
1: like she had a place there that she stayed at mm-hmm. she had
0: enough that they kept her stuff for her yeah like no
1: she knew more than she let on i am positive of that
0: i don't think she knows what it means to be a member of the royal family but i also don't think she's as innocent as she thinks she is
1: no and i feel like to me there was a certain desperation on his part to yes. marry and have children like yes. a lot and he so
0: i think hit that bachelor stage where he's going everybody else around me's getting married and having kids mm-hmm. and i think he re- he legitimately wants kids oh yeah like he's, he's he's a kid person
1: he wanted that family life
0: but it also kind of feels a little bit like he like the way he described like i saw her picture and you know fell in love yes you who's know, this
1: darling creature i must know her
0: <laughs> exactly Oh
1: Like that's no. the stuff of fairy tales. That's really. the stuff
0: of fairy tales, and I just go I can understand that a little bit more if you actually met her in person. Yeah. But you saw a picture. Yeah.
1: Like Sure she's pretty. Is she that pretty? Mm.
0: I don't think I've ever seen a picture of anybody and went, oh, my love <laughs> <laughs> And whoa woo whoa. So what brings us together today
1: await <laughs> <I> <laughs> me. That we in a dream <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know I have a hard time buying that, that is... I mean you could look at a picture and say oh yeah that person is like good looking or hot mm-hmm. or whatever but to you know like I don't know
0: like the way he describes it it wasn't just a case of I looked at her I liked the way she looked it'd be fun you know yeah. meet her and see how it goes it was described as a bit more of like instant connection yes and I'm sorry if I have an instant connection with a piece of paper mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah i i don't know like i i think that this is the truth according to harry very much so i question how much of the truth is actually the truth
0: for pretty much every single person that's in this book other than harry i want
1: to talk to them and get their side of it honestly that's why i really want william to write a book called air Mm -hmm. with his side of the story like i i would (laughs) love i just i don't like i would love to know yeah. really what he what he has to say and like they have been pretty quiet
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the royal family about their reaction to this book there is a
0: point where i feel like the royal family is just kind of going ah harry's gonna harry <laughs>
1: yeah like i i don't know and i just like like he doesn't
0: help himself that's the thing no
1: that's and like
0: like it took till okay there was i think a year or two before they left the royal family, or something like that. He's talking about... Somebody mentioned to him, like, why don't you get a lawyer? And it just didn't occur to him that that wasn't actually an option. Yeah. And I'm going, what are you, an
1: idiot? Well, when you grow up in a family where everything's taken care of, of for yeah, you... If like
0: if you keep complaining over and over and over and over again that the palace lawyers aren't doing anything, yeah. my second thought would be, okay, I'll get my own. Yeah, that's true. Like... He hasn't helped himself in a lot of regards. That is true. Like, I mean, that being said, and with Megan not probably adequately preparing, did she deserve the level of vitriol that she got? No. No, Not in the slightest.
1: Not in, no. Like,
0: she, the way the press vilified her
1: was not deserved. No.
0: Not in any way, shape, or form.
1: However, she chose that life. Mm Mm-hmm. And even if she didn't know anything about the royal family, once they started dating, she knew. Yep. It became very clear after their relationship was in public what it was going to be like. Mm -hmm. And she chose that. Yeah. And so for me, I don't know. And like, I keep seeing all these things online. There was a South Park. (laughs) Oh my goodness, it was so funny. So they keep saying, leave us alone. We just want to live our lives but they keep putting themselves out there, mm-hmm. right? So this South Park video was like, one of the South Park kids was at his house and the next door neighbors were like, he's like, I can't sleep. The neighbors are <laughs> causing a scene again. And they had like fireworks going off and they were like, leave us alone, leave us alone. leave it. And it was like Megan and Harry, right? And they're on their front lawn. And uh, and uh, like they're doing all these things to attract attention, but they are mm-hmm. out there with their signs saying, leave us alone, leave us alone. Yep. Which is, like, I just laughed. And then I saw a meme with, like, William and Kate and their kids, and they were like, hey, kids, should we go watch South Park again? (laughs) (laughs) I just burst out laughing. But, like, it's sort of true. It is. You know, like, leave me alone, but also look at me, look at me. Exactly. You can't have it both ways.
0: Like, I can understand (laughs) Harry wanting to get his story out there saying, like, a lot of the things you've heard in the press about me aren't true or mm-hmm. you know whatever yeah. and trying to tell his side of the story and I get that but there is a point where you have to realize that you're just feeding them yeah and you have to be so so careful what you say because the slightest word will be misconstrued and then off they go with another mm-hmm. thing right like there is a point where we didn't believe a lot of stuff yeah and when people look at tabloids and go I don't believe 95% of that yeah and what you've done now is confirmed some of it. Yeah. Like. And, like. <laughs> he does uh, remind me a little bit of a hippie, I will <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why, but I'm just getting hippie vibes off him. Because he smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Probably a large point that.
1: But, like, uh, there's also, like, I, I believe, as we discussed, argued about whatever, a lot of how his behavior is because of his circumstances Mm -hmm. and he was never taught better. He, how can you know when you're not taught better? Right. That's kind of what I think. I mean, he could do the work himself, but
0: that's the thing.
1: But like, if you look at his look at history tells us anything, right? Like his dad, same thing, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: but there's a lot of jealousy and pettiness and bitterness. And like, he talks about going to therapy and I'm like, have you really like, there's a lot With of the work in yourself. There's a lot of things here that you still need to, work, to on. work on. Yes. Okay. You are the second born son. You are the spare. Oh,
0: I'm so glad like, there was less of that in the second half. Yes. The so, first half
1: was so, so much in the second half. It came up a little bit, but not nearly as much. And I was
0: also easier to read. Yes.
1: <laughs> but I'm like, okay, get over it. That's who you are. Yeah. Like, accept that that's like, so there's what? a
0: point where you're responsible for the life that you've made. Exactly. And There is more freedom in being the spare. Yes. And And for as restrictive as your
1: life is, look at Willie's... Look at the expectations on his life. And he is basically stuck. Yeah. Right? Like, unless he chooses to abdicate. This is the life, like... This is the path that has been set out for him since birth.
0: He has no choice.
1: Even though his family isn't an option for him. He can't, like... He has to put up or shut up, like, Mm -hmm. basically. And so get over it like what would you rather have right like so to a certain extent by the end of the book i was like you guys are all so like all of them him william his dad charles like you're just kind of done with him by the end of the book yes because it's like you have been given
0: like he talks about <clears throat> jet setting from africa to england to canada to Mm -hmm. antarctica and while complaining about his life being so hard Mm -hmm. i'm never going to go to antarctica i would love to go to antarctica you have been given privilege beyond what majority of people can ever even imagine
1: even people who have privilege
0: like yes you are hounded by the press but guess what you can also use that to actually turn attention towards Mm
1: -hmm. things like
0: global warming and you know
1: the AIDS yes. crisis
0: and things like that. You can use your platform for good, providing, you know, do stupid things like dress up in a Nazi uniform. Like. Okay, he made
1: a mistake when he yes, was. Yes, I
0: know, but <laughs> it's still one of those things where a lot of the stuff. He doesn't seem to. Th- like I said, he's very emotionally immature. He takes every. every perceived slight.
2: Mm-hmm. to heart. Yeah.
0: And every. Like, if you say, I love you, he takes that as. I have your undying loyalty forever. Mm -hmm. If you say, hey, Harry, maybe let's not do that again, he takes that as a direct criticism of, you hate me. Yeah. Like, And yeah, that is a lot of how he was raised. The royal family is not healthy. That has been shown through Mm -hmm. the centuries. But there's also a point where I'm going, you've got kids now. Yeah. You need to be better for them.
1: Yeah. Don't
0: put them back in in the cycle.
1: But also, now you chose to step away... But you're mad when you don't get the certain privileges that come along with that lifestyle, right? Like, I don't want to be in this lifestyle, but also, don't forget about me. I'm still here. Look at me. i still like the
0: private jet, please. Thank you. Yes,
1: and my security detail and yada, 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 yada. Mm -hmm. Like, the security part I kind of get.
0: The security detail I understand, but at the same time, he also portrayed it like, oh, they're just going to leave, like, right now, Mm -hmm. when... The one security guy was actually like, no, we're leaving, like, March 31st. It's like, you've got some time. Yeah. Is it a lot of time? No. But when it comes to hiring a security contractor, you do have a bit of time, especially if you've got, like, a list of recommendations.
1: Right. Like... But he also makes out, like, they don't have any money. Yes. And I'm like... (laughs) You just
0: said, like, two chapters ago that you inherited Diana's wealth when you hit 30.
1: Yeah. But I don't think he wanted to use that money, is what it sounded like. Yeah. But, like... But, like
0: i'm sorry i know you'd like to keep that money for like archie or whatever but security
1: for archie is also important yes and like a grown man being supported by his father mm-hmm. you know i That's <laughs> always one of those things where i'm going
0: i don't care who you are <laughs> just make your own way
1: yeah and also yeah like the privilege elton john's vacation home
0: mm-hmm. seriously staying at courtney cox's house like
1: yeah doing mushrooms like Courtney calls <laughs> yeah
0: and like there's a lot of stuff like that where I'm going and you wonder why they call you the party prince like
1: yeah exactly well he be- does because you party they're just reporting fact exactly like and he was mad that they reported that he was doing like coke or something and he was like how could they I say did that not oh but I did actually I did
0: <laughs> like there's a lot of that stuff where it's yeah. like Harry, you did do that. Yeah. You may not remember doing that because you were <laughs> currently on a purple planet surrounded by e- people eaters, but, you know, <laughs> you I, did do that.
1: When he was talking about when he was doing the mushrooms, I did laugh, though, because he yeah. was like... It was funny. It was really funny, I thought that part, but...
0: But it's one of those things, too, where it's like, there is a point where you bring it on yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, okay, you chose to leave the royal family because you want a privacy. Fine. Have you given any thought to how you're going to support yourself? Yeah. Because right now, they're supporting themselves by putting themselves out there in every way possible, in every mm-hmm. medium possible. And considering you wanted privacy, you didn't think that part
1: through. I'm fairly certain, like, so they had the Oprah interview, which I'm sure they got paid for. Oh, guaranteed. And the Netflix series, mm-hmm. and she had a podcast, mm-hmm. and now this book. I'm fairly certain they've made some good money
0: Oh yeah.
1: off of those things. They can probably live pretty comfortably.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's going to be continued <laughs> costs like security and that kind of thing. But they're also not exactly... They're not living in a little, you know, three-bedroom condo.
1: No. I honestly, like, if you want your privacy, then go away. <laughs> it's kind of how I feel.
0: Yes. <laughs> I agree. Like, But that being said, how is he supposed to make any money? Yeah. I mean... I was talking to Chris about it. And I'm like, oh, they should do a TV show where it's just like he has to actually do a regular job <laughs> to standards everybody else would expect. So like, <laughs> you're working McDonald's flipping burgers. You have to do the job correctly mm-hmm. and actually live on that money. Yes. For, like, you know, two weeks or a month or whatever yes. the decision is. like going
1: and then he make some
0: money that way and you'll redeem yourself a little bit because you're actually doing the proper
1: job goes from job to job to job yeah trying out different basically micro's dirty jobs but
0: with a <laughs> royal aspect
1: i love that idea
0: yeah should, harry if you're listening <laughs> I mean.
1: yes i'm sure. I'm, oh, sure I'm sure he is i'm sure he is i'm sure he is could
0: you imagine
1: <laughs> yeah but be rather odd if he was how wild would that be <laughs> and then he would be mad look what they're saying about me
0: uh, I'm not apologizing. I, I Grown men, <coughs> your life is what you made it. Do you, do you have some hard knocks? Yeah. But you're not struggling for housing. you got no. food on the table. Your kids are going to have a perfectly good education.
1: Your famous friends will bail you out every time. Your famous friends will bail you out. Is
0: security something you need to consider?
1: Yes. But you have the means to do so. Yeah. You
0: don't have a stalker on minimum wage. Yeah. And somebody sending you death threats while you're barely making even. Yeah. Like, you have the means to hire security to make sure your family's safe. Yeah. Does it suck Your sucks that your mother died? Yeah. But it there's does. plenty of people whose mothers have died that have not had nearly the fortune that you've had.
1: That's true. Although, perhaps their mothers have not died in such a public way. No. And affected so many people. Not
0: necessarily. Like, like could go Mother's Day all the time. Famous ones, not famous ones.
1: Well, yes. I... uh I will give him a little bit of grace for his br- upbringing and
0: yeah, I don't you know, think his he was brought and, up well.
1: No, absolutely not. Like... How can you be when you're shipped off to private school? I just well, like who's parenting I think it's those children?
0: More the examples that he's had well, from his parents, like that too. Diana, well, lovely in many ways, was not the healthiest role no. model. Charles, sure as hell isn't. Camilla, we're not even going to get into. <laughs> And oh. the royal family for years has been, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. If you've got a problem, keep your mouth shut. And I assume that that also extends to personal problems.
1: Yeah. But like, also, if you think about it, though, really, the royal family, while well, everybody knew them, they weren't in the media so much until Diana came along. Yeah. Like, they were largely... But the thing
0: is, you got to remember, too, Diana came along right around the time <laughs> when to a point the paparazzi came along yeah like that kind of coincided yeah quite a bit timing wise so it's kind of unfortunate but it's one of those things where i know one of the things that's come up a fair amount since charles has been king is he didn't behave the way that the queen did when she was first coronated and we're going yeah because it was the 1950s, and we didn't yeah. have a camera on her
1: every five seconds. Exactly. So we, don't know, we what don't know what she would have done.
0: So we don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah. And he didn't grow up with that either, so he's not accustomed to, like, watch what you say. Assume that yeah. there's always a mic. Yeah. And that the mic is always on. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of that where it's just... Yeah. It's very
1: new still. Like, I feel like Elizabeth's coronation was probably one of the first televised royal events. Or was her wedding? Was her wedding televised? Uh, I try to
0: remember if her wedding was televised or not.
1: Regardless, one of those two, like yeah,
0: either way, that she was at like
1: the forefront of a lot of big stuff. The very beginning of that sort of thing. Now we can see everything, like yeah, you know, like when she died, it was like a week's worth of stuff, right? And that was broadcast like constantly, yeah. nonstop. You could watch all of it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm pretty sure it wasn't the same when her father died.
0: No, you no, know, not like
1: at all. and so then you have a little more privacy there like here there's just there's There's, nothing there's
0: no privacy and like for the regular person too there's no privacy and no expectation of privacy to a point yeah like
1: and so it's so yeah his upbringing will have been different than his dad's for sure Mm -hmm. in that regard as well dealing with the media and the press and it's not it's not so easy for them to just say oh we just ignore the press right like you just to a certain extent you just can't you have to the palace is very good at not responding but yeah. at some point i feel like you have to respond you well, need that's to that's
0: the thing like he did point yourself. out at one point that everybody had like charles had sued the press at one point william had yeah the queen had and he just hadn't yet
1: <laughs> yeah but they also discouraged him from doing that yeah which i also thought was like i a also bit want of th- the other
0: side of that one well because he said they discouraged it and i want another reasoning why because they mm-hmm. may have had perfectly legitimate reasons yeah
1: for- that's the thing like as much as i do feel for him a little bit and do feel conflicted because he is a product of his upbringing mm-hmm. as we all are he also like this is just one side yeah. of the story right like harry's history as harry remembers it
0: yep and and that's the thing like he he goes from i love willie i hate willie i love willie i hate willie yeah he flip-flops so much yeah and on the one hand i'm going your brothers so you could say that about pretty much any sibling out there yep why would that change? Because you're royal. Yeah. And B, there are some things that Willie, accordingly, apparently did in this book where I'm going, he has his own family to protect. Yeah. He's got three kids. Mm-hmm. He went through the same media circus that you did. He is trying to do the best that he can. And I will say, full credit to Willie McKay because it does seem like they're doing a good job with her kids.
1: Yeah. And, like, I mean, william has to think about the first second third and fourth in line to the throne mm-hmm. right he has to he has got far-reaching quons- consequences consequences
0: for a lot like pretty much everything he does yeah and there's a point where you're going your wife and your kids are more important than your screw-up little brother yeah and, I- and i'm sorry screw up little brother but you've got quite the ego if you think you're more important than the wife and kids
1: yeah And he wasn't wrong when he said, don't you think you're moving a little fast?
0: Oh, 100% right. (laughs) You know? 110% right. You you maybe
1: don't want to hear that.
0: Thing is, Will has gone through it with Kate. Like, they dated for that long for a dang good reason. Mm -hmm. Like, she's been through that. Yeah. Is this something I want to sign up for? And Harry, all the rest of his previous girlfriends have been, I don't want to sign up for this crazy show. Yeah. Like... I know. There's a point where Megan has... I, and again not all that not the racist parts not the like yeah. straight up vilifying but if you think you're marrying into the royal family and you're not gonna have a single issue with that you're yeah. Whew, exactly.
1: you've got some of
0: harry's very very good weed
1: <laughs> i mean look at his mom she was basically killed by the paparazzi
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know i mean not outright but she was being chased and they caused... were
0: a quite a considerable factor in it yeah
1: exactly like you can't not think that that's not gonna be your life no i don't that was a convoluted sentence anyway yeah i just like
0: honestly my takeaway of this entire
1: book is okay harry you've
0: explained how your life is kind of crap and how the paparazzi and the media always being on your tail has influenced a lot of your life yeah start backing away from the media now because otherwise you're going to do the same thing to your kids and you're the scandalous one where you stepped away from the royal family so as soon as your kids can give interviews they're going to be asked about these things. Mm-hmm. So for the love of your kids, just stop. Yeah. Either approach it in a healthier way. Like, just... He's so busy thinking about what they've done to him mm-hmm. that he hasn't seemed to transition yet to thinking about what could this do to my kids.
1: Yeah. And get off the weed, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, and, like, seriously, consider joining a drug and alcohol therapy
1: program because, well, honey, you need it. I mean, he talks about when they had their first child and they were in the hospital. Yeah, going with the laughing gas. He I'm used sorry. all of her
0: laughing gas. I'm like, if my husband had done that, I would take that tank and beat him with it. Exactly. Like, I dude, am pushing out a human being. I just could not At the very it. least, I'm breaking your hand while I'm doing it. And the, you don't get, get out of the pain.
1: The audacity of him to like... Oh, I'm just going to sample this laughing gas. Oh, uh, I used it all up. Like if my idiot husband was giggling beside me while I'm pushing out a human being. Yeah. Oh, boy,
0: would I be mad
1: that like that to me? I was like, oh, my goodness, dude. That's just inconsiderate. That oh, that bothered me a lot, actually.
0: Oh, no, come just totally. Impressed. Yeah.
1: Come talk to me when you can push out a baby. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he needs some help. I mean, he's trying, I think. Or he was going to therapy and working on things but I think I
0: don't think he's gotten to the point yet
1: where he realizes that some
0: of it is his fault Mm hmm and I don't know if he'll ever get to that point no he's been a little prince his entire life yeah
1: well that's it is like
0: and he's had a lot a lot of yes people
1: yep that's also true and yeah okay the press is on you all the time but yeah like you said before look at your life look at the things that you have done you have a certain amount of privilege that yeah you are taking for granted
0: completely and totally you've been to both polls
1: dude yeah exactly and yeah
0: no he's it's one of those things where i'm going i've read the book i now know more about harry and specific parts of his anatomy than i ever wanted to (laughs) Has this changed my opinion on him? No, not really. It's basically still the same. I think he's spoiled. Do I think everything that happened to him is his fault? No. Do I think a lot of the stuff that's happened to him is his fault? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I like Megan? No, honestly, this book has not changed my opinion of that. In fact, it has confirmed a few things that I already thought before. Where I'm going, you did not do an iota of research before you joined. And out of all of it, I still feel the worst for his kids.
1: I did not make me more sympathetic towards him no really like because it just felt like a lot of whining in a lot
0: of whining. ultimately
1: and like i've heard people like talk about this book and oh this book is so great and, oh poor ah. harry like yes i've heard a lot of people who really love this book and like even just the writing is awful like i'm sorry i was having problems with the writing of it
0: like yeah there's short chapters where the short start chapters to tell a story and then just drop Boom. off
1: yeah, I'm like, ooh, did the censors redact that part? Yeah, I mean, was that the end, or what's what's happening here? Yeah, and then you go into the next chapter, and it's like completely different time, mm-hmm. and like no continuation. Which I mean, chapters don't always have to continue, no, but this was but like an abrupt ending, new topic. Yeah, and I was like, what is? It, it's happening? a little bit odd. Yeah, and so yeah, I I don't know, and maybe maybe also I've seen a lot of negative media. Towards Harry and Meghan, and so that probably colored my opinion yeah. of this book. Also, I did not go into it with an open mind, not knowing anything, because yeah. Although I do like specifically two people who I follow on Instagram. One person loved the book, loved Harry and Meghan. One person hates them. <laughs> loves, so you have gotten both. Loves the royal family. This person, she went to England for the jubilee, the Queen's seventieth. Was it the seventieth? Yeah. And uh, loves the queen, loves William and Kate, hates Harry and Meghan. It's very interesting to hear her take.
0: Interesting. Yep. That's, I think the royal family serves its purpose. Yeah. I think they are something where the majority of their role is ceremonial Mm -hmm. as opposed to actually practical. And there's a point during this book where I'm going, how many houses do you need? Yeah like seriously this is getting out of hand because i can't keep track of them all i'm going i can understand why the british taxpayers are tad peeved yes but they do also because of the fact that they are the royal family have the ability to again i know i keep harping on this shine a light on issues Mm -hmm. so i do see that they have value it's not all Mm -hmm. just like oh i'm going to wear a shiny crown (laughs) and you they do have the ability to do a lot of good yep do i think that they use it to the full potential? Most definitely not. I think no. there's certain members of the royal family that could have been tossed out on their rear. <coughs> Andrew.
1: Not naming any names. Not
0: naming any names.
1: Nobody ever hears about Edward. No, he's balding. He is balding. He looks uh, like a nice guy, though.
0: He just seems to be like the brother that everybody forgets, and he's kind of like, yeah, I'm cool.
1: The and also the sister. What's her name? Margaret.
0: Yeah. Anne. Uh, I always forget With Margaret was the sister or Anne was the sister of the Queen and once the daughter.
1: Yeah. I so can never keep track of which one's which. The, the daughter of the Queen, the sister to King, King Charles, I will never get used to that. I just hear King Charles Cavalier, which is a type of Spaniel, <laughs> honestly. She's also, like, although apparently she's quite, like, she does a lot of good work and... Mm-hmm. Is a very active member of the royal family.
0: See, that's the thing. Like, if you look at Edward, I forget where Edward is in the line, whether it's um, Charles, Andrew, Edward, or Charles, Edward, Andrew. I I think
1: Andrew's out.
0: No, but, like, in the birth order.
1: Oh, Edward is the youngest. Okay. I'm fairly certain.
0: There's a point, too, where you look at his life, and it's fairly uneventful. Yeah. Just because you are the son, brother, grandson of a monarch doesn't necessarily mean that
1: you know all the attention's on you at all times he's also one millionth in line to the throne so yeah (laughs) (laughs) there is that yeah like there'd have to be quite the epidemic that hit the palace (laughs) in order to
0: get him there like there there wasn't there my point is that there was a point
1: where he was like second or third in line yeah and that's true he would have been third i think there's but that is true actually
0: He's managed to live his life to the point where it's like, Edward, who the frick is Edward?
1: Yeah, that's true. And his kids, too. I mean, his kids are younger. They're still both, like, in school. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um. So they haven't had the opportunities to be in the media as much, either. They <laughs> haven't had
0: the chance to be quite as scandalously. Yeah.
1: Like, they're not at the age of where they're out partying and, yeah. like, doing all of those wild and reckless things that young people do. So... But, yeah, like, you don't, you forget about him.
0: Like, it, it is possible to be a member of the royal family and fly under the radar. Yeah, that's true. So, but, I don't know, it's... I liked the queen.
1: I oh. I think she was cool. Yeah. Not <laughs> respect for her.
0: Thing is, she was raised in a very, very different royal family. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, keep your mouth shut, never complain, never explain. Yeah. And she's held that for the last 96 seven, six, seven years whatever it was and that was always her her bottom line but she never
1: confirmed was never supposed to be queen no that's no. the other thing like her uncle abdicated yeah so her dad became king because he
0: married an american legal say
1: yes and then her dad became king so if that hadn't happened it'd be a very different royal family mm-hmm. you know
0: maybe less balding
1: I we'd have better genetics why does that bother you so much the balding (laughs)
0: honestly it's nothing compared to the Habsburgs but it's one of those things where I just find it somewhat hilarious it's
1: funny though because like Charles still has a full head of hair yeah so I don't know but you look at the uh, uncles yeah it's Philip
0: philip still had a decent amount of hair he was definitely balding but it wasn't like (laughs) wasn't as bad as William (laughs) Um, sorry one of the things that just amuses me is the, his and kate's royal wedding i saw a couple pictures from it where it was like top down view and oh. all you saw was just his shiny little head <laughs> where it's i like, know wear a hat dude
1: i know you can't really tell from this picture on the cover <laughs> yeah, of the books
0: they cut that off but harry
1: has that too
0: <laughs> Harry's less hairy now <laughs> oh so, uh, yeah, anyway. yeah i yeah it's one of those things it's where i'm going i don't care about him anymore now than i did before yeah And I feel bad for the kids of any royal people.
1: But also, and I know you don't feel this way, but I am wildly fascinated by the royal family. It just, like... I
0: can't say I'm... I don't understand celebrity, honestly. It's not something... I don't understand the desire to be famous. Yeah. To me, it's unfathomable.
1: This is is a different type of celebrity, though. Oh, definitely. This is like celebrity by birth.
0: Like, to me, I'm like, do I want to be rich? Yeah, sure, of course. I could go to the moon, then. (laughs) But do I want the fame that comes along with being rich quite a lot of the time? No, I don't. I want to be rich and nobody know who I am. Yeah. Like.
1: Well, it's possible. It's possible. I don't know if nobody, but you can have a quieter life and still be rich. You don't have to be famous.
0: But, like, I don't understand the people that actively try to be famous. Yeah. And the people that are famous, I don't understand why. Like, if it was me, you would you could bet that i would be doing everything possible to stay under the radar yeah like it's yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> i found the queen interest in the rest of the royal family i don't care about way. i think see when i was a kid my mom checked out a bunch of books on ro- the royals for us because she wanted us to know who they were i read them yep <laughs> basically <where> I, <laughs> like, oh, I don't okay. care whoop de doo but th- Will and Kate got married on my birthday, and I don't care.
1: <laughs> it, it's just. But you remember. Yeah. I couldn't have told you what day they got married.
0: Mm, it was on my birthday.
1: I knew it was a lot of April. On my birthday. I knew it was April, right? Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: April 29th, 2011. 2011. Mm hmm. Huh. So. They've been so married for over a
1: decade. <laughs> I was just chuckling to myself because in the first half I wrote here in my notes. This is a quote from the book. It's hard to be precise where a shopping bag of weed is concerned. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Maybe some rehab is...
0: I honestly think rehab would be good for him. It might be. That's not a bad idea. Oh, one of the things that I... And I screenshotted it because until I went really hairy. um, I was never within... uh, Somebody wrote a article or something about him. I was never within 50 meters of Miss Diaz. Further proof that if you like reading pure bollocks, then royal biographies are just your thing.
1: (laughs) Really hairy. Yeah. What are we reading right now?
0: Pure bollocks, apparently. (laughs) Ah, yes. Well, it's it's just that kind of book. But now we have read it. It does make me feel a little bit more sorry for William.
1: (laughs) Just, I don't know. (laughs) I wish they had a sister. They could have used a sister. I feel like.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. Like, honestly, of all the royal kids, Prince Charlotte, I find the most interesting. She's, like... She seems like she's a bit of a pistol. Mm Mm-hmm. I think so. It's just some, like, the little video clips or whatever I've seen of her, where it's, like, she's going, no George,
1: you have to bow. Yeah. Or he's, like, doing, like, gonna clap or something, and she's, like, (laughs) slapping (laughs) his hands down. I know, I'm like... She seems like she's quite the
0: interesting little kid. Yeah, But... I don't know. All I can say is I hope the next generation of
1: Royals is better than the current one. (laughs) Because I think we're due for an upgrade. Oh, I'm just waiting with anticipation for the coronation. Because I keep hearing things like they keep asking people to perform and they keep declining. Oh, really? And I don't know why it doesn't say in any of the articles why they're not. Like, I think already Elton John...
0: I can understand Elton John. Like, him and Diana were friends to then... Like, think about it in regular world context. If your, one of your best friends was asked to perform at your ex-husband's and his wife's, you know, either wedding or coronation or whatever, be a bit of a slap in the face.
1: Well, I guess. But Diana's been gone for a long time. I know, but still. So, but. And, I mean,
0: does Elton really want to put himself back under the public eye in that regard? That's,
1: yeah, I don't know. Uh, Adele is another one, I think, who said no. Mm Mm-hmm there's i think four i can't remember the others <laughs> you should
0: get beyonce so that at least there's a queen present
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh burn <laughs> on camilla
0: oh, i got yeah. zero use for camilla honestly <laughs> i know some of those we're going you
1: conniving i've never been a fan no but as we know i was also a fan of diana so diana was
0: fine I can appreciate a lot of things that she did, but as a person, I'm like, I, have dead, I don't care for you.
1: Ah, uh, Yes. So, anywho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you one fun fact. Awesome. Before we wrap things up. Um, so total book sales, including hardcover audio and ebook editions, were around 400,000 copies in the United Kingdom during its first day, making it the country's fastest non- fastest selling nonfiction book ever. It sold more than 1.4 million copies in all formats in the US, Canada, and the UK on its first day, which was described by Penguin Random House as the largest first day sales total for any nonfiction book it ever published. The book broke the Guinness World Record for the fastest-selling nonfiction book of all time, which was previously held by Barack Obama's A Promised Land. So
0: remember, we want
1: privacy. Yeah. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) It's, I know. That's why that (laughs) South Park video was so funny. Yep. (laughs) Leave us alone. Leave us alone. Pew, 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 pew. You should watch it. Um, I should find it and send it to you. But anyways, um, so yeah, obviously people are reading this book, as we know. Mm -hmm. we you were trying to get the ebook copy from e-libraries and there was how many hundreds of holds on it
0: uh last i checked the other day was like 397 i think yeah on 15 copies
1: and that was the book and the audiobook had almost as many holds. the audiobook
0: was almost as many yeah yeah
1: so and the audiobook i feel like with this one has been wildly popular as well Mm -hmm. unlike any other audiobook probably because of the fact that he narrates it yeah or reads it or whatever um so yeah, that's just
0: Did you find that the narration was done well?
1: Uh yeah. I mean his voice is very like it's not hard to listen to. Um there were some times where I was like rolling my <laughs> eyes. But <laughs> It could be more what he was saying than how he was saying it. Probably. As like this was the first full audiobook that I've ever listened to. Oh, okay. So
0: nothing it's, really to compare it to.
1: It's yeah, I have nothing to compare it to. If you like listening to a British accent and like His voice is very, like... Posh. It's very easy to listen to. It's not, you know, so... Hmm. Yeah. I think probably get a little bit more of the emotion.
0: Yeah, I think you definitely get the nuance behind it.
1: Yeah. But,
0: I don't know, sometimes it's... There's other authors that also do their own audiobooks, Mm -hmm. and they are so bad. Yeah. Because they are not... Like, it sounds simple, just read a book. Yeah. But there is a performative aspect to it that... Mm doesn't seem to be taken into consideration yeah now i think with something like this where you're reading your own life yeah you can put that nuance and emotion into it so you're probably fine yeah as opposed to if you're like an author reading a fiction book you're reading words
1: yeah or like Like, it's a self-help book or something like that like well maybe a self-help book you can like get the Mm
0: -hmm.
1: whatever just do it (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah um yeah but for sure like the audiobook has become its own thing also
0: definitely definitely so
1: I know like the person I follow who loved this book was finding like all kinds of deals on like audiobooks.com and audible (laughs) and like promoting it right like so if you want to read this book if you want to get it for free here's how you can do that Mm -hmm. which is how I got the audiobook for free (laughs) so you know um but yeah so I think too like people are promoting it it's getting out there but
0: yeah, it's definitely something. If you it's something that hasn't really been seen before.
1: No. And that's the other thing is like this is this is s- kind of unprecedented for yes. the royal family. And so it's
0: history in the making.
1: <laughs> I think like I think if you're going to read this book, you have to go into it with the idea that this is the world according to Harry. Yes. Take um, everything
0: with a grain of salt. Yeah. It's Told from the point of view of an emotionally stunted, privileged man.
1: (laughs) And we like we will never hear the other side of this story.
0: Put it this way, if Harry comes out with a book, I'm first in line mainly because I'm flabbergasted.
1: You mean if Will comes out with a book? Sorry if Will comes out with
0: a book. (laughs) Edit that. So it says Will not Harry.
1: (laughs) But like, yeah, I we will never we'll never get to hear the other side. So we basically have to either take him at his word that this is actual truth. Or, you know, I feel a little skeptical. Take it as
0: his truth, not as the The truth. truth. There's a big difference.
1: Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, really. It's
0: it's a gauge of Harry's emotions throughout the ages, and in a lot, lot of ways an indicator as to how he could potentially react in the future unless he changes his ways.
1: It's also a narration on the evilness of the press. Yes. The British press specifically.
0: Which, to a point, yeah, I'm not mad at that part of it.
1: No, I mean, they're horrible. I think, like, paparazzi in general.
0: The paparazzi are just going... I mean, on the one hand, writing for them sounds like kind of fun, because (laughs) I can just write anything, and I don't have to worry about getting any kind of evidence. It's basically just fiction.
1: Yeah, and there's obviously a market for it.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to ruin people's lives.
1: (laughs) No, and there's good money in it, too. So, Mm -hmm. do I recommend this book? I'm not sure. Honestly...
0: I, I honestly don't know about recommending it. Yeah.
1: I, I if, want to feel sympathy for him. I do. Yeah. But there's a part of me that I can't.
0: Exactly. It's still a so, very, very pri- privileged man whining yeah. about his life. Yeah. I don't know. On the one hand, if you're interested in the royals, sure, read it. If you're not interested in the royals, don't. Yeah. Like, it's, th- it's not worth suddenly having an interest. There's no startling revelations. Mm-hmm. There's nothing nothing that you couldn't already deduce if you paid any sort of attention to anything in the last you know several decades
1: i think when we talked about the first half i felt very passionately like well this is how he was brought up he doesn't know any better but also he was younger Mm -hmm. then right like i feel totally different now to a certain extent i still feel that way i still
0: feel bad for the kid that he was
1: you are a product of your upbringing for sure but now he's a grown man Mm -hmm. and he can start taking responsibility for some of that. He can do things to change it, and as much as he says he's trying to change it, I don't think he really is. I think, I don't know, he wants to do things his own way, but still... He wants to have everything. Yeah.
0: He wants to have the money. He wants to have the fame to actually put, you know, some oomph behind his causes, but without anybody ever questioning anything that he does.
1: And don't expect anything from me. Exactly. And just let me live my life how I want to live it, but let me still have all the benefits of the royal life exactly yeah so I don't
0: know he's uh, he's not my favorite person in the world this book has (laughs) not changed that I don't think anything ever will unless he you know cures cancer or something
1: (laughs) he's not gonna do that no
0: (laughs) honestly this book is one of those things where I'm going on the one hand like there's a lot of books that are overhyped yeah where it's really like I'm sorry Colleen Hoover (laughs) (laughs) She is so crazy popular. And we've read the one book by her. And was it well written? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it a good book? No. Like, there's just so much hype behind it Mm -hmm. that it doesn't really live up to it. Yeah. This one, there's so much hype behind it, not because of its content, Mm -hmm. but because of its unprecedentedness. Mm -hmm. So you can't really even say it doesn't live up to the hype because the hype is not about the book itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing about hype, though. I feel like nothing ever or hardly ever lives up to the hype. Because yeah. if you, if something is hyped up so much, you have high expectations. You
0: have astronomically high right? expectations. And so it's
1: never as good as what you expect it to be, I feel like.
0: Yeah.
1: Certain cases, like Disney World, yeah, it lives up to the hype for sure, for me. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I, I figured you would. But, you know, like when something is so hyped... There's always going to be, I think, a certain level of disappointment or... Yeah. Whatever, because it can't...
0: And, like, a lot of the hyped books, it's like, okay, even if the book itself is not fantastic, I shouldn't say the story itself is not fantastic, um, there's, you can still kind of go, well, this book's not for me, you Mm -hmm. know, somebody else, yeah, sure, read it. But with this book, I'm kind of going, honestly, if you have an interest in the royal family, Mm -hmm. I don't know that this will impact it. If you don't have an interest in the royal family, I don't think this will impact it. Yeah. Like... I think it's just very blah. There, there's no startling revelations in this book for me. Not really. Like, it's Harry's whiny, <laughs> and the role of family is a little bit racist and not the greatest people in the world. And I'm going, we all knew that to begin yeah,
1: with. Exactly. Like... It should be called My Life According to Me.
0: Yeah. I am glad, one thing I will say, I'm glad with this book, there's very little about his kids. Yeah. Like, we kind of went through their birth in the laughing gas thing, and Archie broke an ornament on the tree and sprayed it with water because he thought he'd fix it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, that is a cute little anecdote. He obviously cares about his kids so much, but, like, thank you for not putting them in this mm-hmm. book because they don't need that. No. Nobody nobody ever needs to read about, like, oh, Archie was running around without any diaper on. It was, it was hilarious, hilarious.
1: <laughs> because Archie's going to have to deal with that later mm-hmm. down the line. Also, his kids haven't done a ton to be really noteworthy.
0: Exactly. They're, They're are not still old enough. babies. So, yeah. leave them out of it. And yep. I'm glad he did. Yep. So, yeah. They are. They deserve their own peace yep yeah if uh, William writes a
1: book I'll read it absolutely I I don't kind of
0: don't ever want to read this book
1: (laughs) William if you're out there (laughs) Uh, he's never doing it he's never doing it and I just can't blame him just write it and send it to us nobody else (laughs) needs to know (laughs) just just between Uh, us William what's the real story
0: uh no (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll figure out a way to get this to him.
0: (laughs) I wish you all the best of luck. (laughs) If our teeny tiny little podcast reaches the future King of England's ears, that will be a miracle in itself. And I'll go buy a lottery ticket.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well then.
0: (laughs) That's, I think, our final bit.
1: (laughs) The end. The
0: end. So that's what we thought of the book. But those are just our opinions, of course. Uh, We'd like to hear yours, so leave us a comment. Thanks for joining us for Between the Lines. And thanks for editor Linda for making
1: sense of our mess. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye!